was having lunch at an outdoor cafe, a little outdoor bistro place in downtown Tulsa over the weekend, and I heard a woman screaming and bitching about her um, soda pop not being exactly what she ordered. I guess she had ordered a diet A&W root beer, and she got instead a sugar-free A&W root beer, and of course... Karen is about ready to call the police because the waiter's black and she's all pissed off. She thinks she's being reversed racially profiled now because she's white and she's loud enough. The rest of us all get to sit there and listen to her soliloquy about how she's been coming here forever and I've been coming here and I've only been able to go blah, 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 and I knew the original owner. Blah, 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 blah. This is all over a soda pop. It's a first world spoiled brat shit. They'll, they'll bitch about everybody else having a sense of entitlement. But trust me, these are the fuckers that are the real pain in the ass. The ones you wish would just fucking stay home. She doesn't even say anything about the red wasp that's been buzzing around her fucking head. But she's throwing a shit fit over her fucking root beer. Hey, 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 everybody, calm the fuck down. It's marketing shit. That's all it is. There's nothing different. Don't you realize diet's one of them four-letter words? Yeah, it's just a marketing thing, you crazy bitch. Calm down. This poor young man's just trying to make a buck. He's probably working his way through college, going to school with my son, and you're busting his balls over a fucking soda pop, you pretentious bitch. Are your fake tits going to fall off if you don't get a can that says fucking diet? These identically trained marketing people just saw a fucking dip in sales at A&W, changed the wording on the can so the sales would hopefully kick back up. It really is that easy. Know this, if you taste the damn root beer, if you shove it up your ass, whatever it is you do with it, lady, wipe your husband's dick off with it. You can have a fucking diet or sugar-free it don't matter it's the same fucking formula i guarantee it the wording's just different take it easy bud light beer let me tell you something about bud light beer okay one bud light beer is the number one selling beer in the world that is a fucking fact folks bud light beer nothing outsells it in the world you can put an ass load of beers together like miller and coors and shit and you can add up all their sales and they still excuse me they still will not rival bud lights by itself but it wasn't always that way and it was the color scheme that changed everything. All Bud Light did in the beginning was collect dust. It sat on the shelf. It did not sell. Nobody would buy it. Nobody would get caught with a can of it in their hand. The original Bud Light beer color scheme on the can, it was a silver can. I think at one point they even tried a white can. But blue Bud Light lettering. It said Bud Light. Silver can, red Anheuser-Busch trademark, and Bud Light and blue lettering. Nobody would touch the shit. Nobody wanted it. And all they did to correct the problem was change the color scheme. They changed the can to blue and the lettering to white. Bam! Number one selling beer in the world. It's true, folks. They did not, not, not change the formula. That's bullshit.
I used to work for Budweiser. Well, unless they lied to me, that's what they told me. They did not change the formula, not one bit. All they changed was the damn color scheme of the can, and it made it the number one damn beer in the world. And you want to tell me colors don't matter? You want to tell me that wording doesn't matter? It matters, folks. We're such a temperamental bunch of spoiled little shits. Ain't no telling what's going to turn us on tomorrow. She left without leaving a number. She said she needed to clear her mind. He figured she'd gone back to Austin. Cause she talked about it all the time. It was almost a year before she called him up. Three rings and an answering machine is what she got. If you're calling about the car, I sold it. If this is Tuesday night, I'm bowling. If you got something to sell, you're wasting your time. I'm not buying. If it's anybody else, wait for the tone. You know what to do. Go f*** yourself. You left me with a $300 electric bill and an eviction notice, bitch. And I I paid for half that TV and you'll be hearing from my strip mall lawyer. (laughs) I want half the money for that fucking Vizio. Yeah. Well, you've been whoring around in Austin. I've been banging a chick and her sister out at the bowling alley. I think I got crabs. Sorry, I mean no disrespect to the lovely Blake Shelton. I love that song. Uh, and we have listeners in Austin. We've got Ciudad Juarez in Mexico, Dallas, Houston, El Paso. Um, I really appreciate y'all listening. Thank you. But the folks in Austin, hey, I do have to say, what the fuck is up with your roads? Why is it that I go into Austin happy and I come out of Austin pissed off and mad and wanting to run everybody into an embankment? Y'all got to do something about the roads down there. No wonder that bitch wants to come back. She's tired of driving around there. (laughs) That's a true story. Anyway, Blake Shelton. Coming to Henrietta, Oklahoma. This is the biggest damn event Henrietta has ever seen. And I've really got to tip my hat. Henrietta's favorite son, Troy Aikman, for making this possible. Good job, Troy. Way to go, man. Blake Shelton coming to town. I'm sure Gwen Stefani, no doubt. Yeah, she's got to be with him. I'm sure Troy's going to show up, too. It'll be Troy, Blake, Gwen, and whoever else for the Highway to Henrietta Music Festival, the very first one we ever had. I hope it goes like Woodstock. I really do. This might be another Woodstock, a country Woodstock. See, I was at Country Fest 96 in Atlanta. Yeah, man, I thought that was going to be it. It wasn't. This has a chance to be phenomenal bring in a huge act every year right there to Nichols Park it's going to be great now hold on they're going cashless this year and I know there's some people that are all pissed off and worked up hold on 
We're going to talk about the cashless here in just a second. And I'm really speaking out of turn, but I just want everybody to calm down. I'm not involved with the production at all, but I think you're really going to enjoy the cashless thing. So just hold on one second. All right. And let's just let me tell you about the tickets and shit first. All right. Don't be like the A&W diet shit, girl. Tickets start out at 36 bucks a piece. VIP seating, $325 each. Of course, the show's going to be out at Nichols Park. They still don't have a map up on the website that I saw, but I'm sure it's going to be out either today or tomorrow. And I heard secondhand that they're going to be going cashless this year, and there's no need to get all worked up about cashless. Everybody needs to calm down a little bit. Look, they don't want to fuss with cash, and trust me, as busy as it's going to be out there, you don't want to mess with a purse and a wallet and cash either. And if you don't have a debit card and you don't have a credit card, I think that's what people are probably the most upset about, debit or credit card. It's real easy, folks. You can go into any damn grocery store or department store, Walmart, Homeland, wherever, and just get a damn prepaid card and be done with it. Look at there. Now you don't have to worry about taking a purse. You don't have to worry about taking a wallet and getting lifted out there at the park. All you have to take is your damn ID and your card. Keep it in your front pocket. Have a great time. There you go. People need to calm down. Don't, don't, don't be like me, Mr. Jump to Conclusions, get all worked up and pissed off. <laughs> it's going to be a badass show, though, man. Am I going to be there? Absolutely not. Ab uh, no way. Uh-uh. I mean, you know, that's just for me personally. I, I personally think it's a young man's game. When we did Country Fest 96 at the Atlanta Speedway, they put me in charge they put me in charge of a whole coach bus filled with drunk, half-retarded cowboys and cowgirls. <laughs> and I was one of them. Oh, my God. Oh, it was heavy. I'm glad I was young or I never could have handled it. 200,000 people out there, folks. 200,000 people. The exact number was like 192,000. That's a lot of damn people to put in one area. And we were right in the middle of it for Charlie Daniels, Shania Twain, Tim McGraw, Pam Tillis, Patty Loveless, Alan Jackson. I mean, it was a jam-packed Atlanta Speedway venue. It was huge. I don't know what the Highway to Henrietta Music Festival is going to be that packed, but it, I guarantee this. It's going to be every bit as exciting. And if you haven't got yourself a ticket and they're still selling, you need to get in on it, folks. Get in on it. Don't weigh your head heavy about the damn no cash, the cashless stuff. Trust me, I really think some people in the end be grateful for it. Consider this. At the very least, you get a prepaid card. You know you're not going to spend any more than that. You know? So you don't have to worry about budgeting yourself. Just spend until the money's gone. Debit card or a credit card, you might get yourself in a little trouble. <laughs> I bought beer for how many fucking people? Here's to you, old amigo, for all the good times. Here's to all the women that we've been through. Let's set them up, my compadre. Postool to postool, shoulder to shoulder. All right now, beers to you 
Hey, Ray, let's have one more. All right, Clint, it's my turn to buy. In that case, let's have two. I just remembered I got to date two bar stews down. You mean that little redhead? Mm-hmm. Beers to you, old amigo, for all the good times. And here's to all the women that we've been through. Let's set them up, my compadre. Bar stews to bar stews. Shoulder to shoulder. All right. Beers to you. Beers to you. Ah, you bet. Clint Eastwood and Ray Charles there. Yeah, I was I was grateful for that song. I can't remember if it came out during uh, Every Which Way But Loose or Any Which Way You Can, but one of those two movies where Clint Eastwood played Philo Beto with the chimpanzee. And that, yeah, that's where that, that, that song came off that soundtrack. Clint Eastwood had to prove to the world that he couldn't sing worth this shit. If there's one guy that sings worse than me, it's Clint Eastwood. That must have been why he had me arrested. Man, that guy's a better singer than me. I better have his ass arrested. Fucking prick. Anyway, um, uh, Ray Charles and uh, Clint Eastwood, their beers to you off the, um, you know, any which way you can or whatever soundtrack. Stupid song. I only play it and bring up the fact that because as a former alcoholic, let me tell you something, folks. When you are drunk, you don't really have a budget. That's all I can say. You don't really have a budget, and you're mighty generous, especially if there's hot chicks around as far as buying drinks go. You may not buy them drinks, but you'll buy their boyfriend's drinks, hoping it impresses somebody. It doesn't. Doesn't do shit. Trust me, the woman you're trying to impress, she didn't want to fucking be there in the first place. It's better than sitting at home, though. Put your fucking wallet up and stop blowing all your money on fucking beer for these people. They don't give a fuck about you. And when you're out of money, do you think they're going to buy you a beer? Absolutely not. Now your woman's pissed at you, you know. Put your damn wallet up. Stop it. If you're going to the highway to Henrietta Music Festival, let me know. Because I got a lot of broke friends who are drunks i'm gonna strategically place their asses around you so you can at least get them hammered for the night i promise you those brewskis if there are any out there are not gonna be cheap you have to go to the website i don't know if they're gonna let you bring an ice chest or not i bet they don't so you need to really pay attention to all the disclaimers when you get your tickets you need to ask questions put your fucking wallet away you ever hear the old saying, a fool and his money are soon parted? Yeah, that's you. All I listen to is how you can barely make your fucking truck payment. Oh, yeah, and by the way, <laughs> if I see one more young guy with a kid in a shitty diaper and no shirt, dirty feet, dirty face, fucked up hair, mama holding a child, one in the belly, diaper bag, everything else in her hand, Joe Sixpack standing there, no fucking shirt on, ball cap. He's taking all their fucking money and blown on rims for that damn near repossessed fucking pickup truck. Are you fucking stupid? Who's your father? Seriously. My guess is you don't fucking have one that was worth the shit. Because had you had one that was worth the shit, he would have told you, hey, dipshit, we are going to prioritize now. You have children here. Fuck your rims. You come dead last, stupid. 
You're dead last. The kids are first. Mom is second. You're dead fucking last. Every time. If you give a fuck, that's how it should be. If you don't give a fuck, your kids don't have dick. And you got new fucking rims, asshole. Believe you me, I am no perfect father, nor was I ever. I mean, I'm not claiming that, but man, I tell you, I mean, I've learned what I've learned by fucking default, by fucking up, by making mistakes. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it's not a pity party thing or anything like that. I just want you to know who I am. I had a stepdad that kicked the shit out of me. He really terrorized me and he hurt me sometimes pretty good. But um, it was all that shit he wailed on me that learned me pretty early by the no bullshit by the age of 10 i was going man my family is never going to be like this <laughs> i i i i don't know where he's hi- hiding the parenting book around here i'd like to get a good look at who the fucking author is of that book um but anyway <laughs> i just knew all the shit not to do and so when I got old enough, I made sure I didn't do the wrong. Well, that's not true. I, I fucked up. You know, when I was a teenager, I had a son, and, and he missed out on, on a lot of stuff I'd picked up along the way. But anyway, let's move on to happier shit. Fuck your rims, you little shit ass. You take care of them kids first. Hey, man, if I can just get you to stop and look for a second and think, hey, I'm all those kids got, then I fucking did my job. Woohoo! I'm pro kid, as you can tell. Done a lot of work, child abuse network, CASA, stuff like that. So, okay, uh, speaking of kid, now I am reading this story for the first time. This is raw stand the joke, man, and I don't hold back. The story came out in the Daily Mail, I think out of UK. Um, shit, there's my phone. I'm ignoring it because this is more important. Uh, it's dated uh, June 6th, Monday, 2022. Just come down the pike, 9 a.m., all right. Yes, enough. I can't answer the damn phone right now. I'm not late for an appointment or anything, I don't think. Uh, anyway, the story out of the Daily Mail. Drag your kids to Pride event in Dallas. We have new listeners in Dallas, by the way. Thanks for listening, folks. The Big D. Hey, look, call me what you will. The Galleria and everything is all right, but man, I love the West Side. Sorry. I like the West Side. I really do. We went lounge hopping over there on the West Side. Me and my wife and her best friend who I used to date. And that was a fun weekend. And um, I didn't even have sex with anybody. (laughs) I was too damn drunk. Uh, But anyway, we went lounge hopping. Damn, that was a freaking blast. We just had a drink in every lounge on the West Side. Yeah, needless to say, we were plastered. By the time we got back to the hotel, what was I babbling about? Oh, yeah, Dallas. They had a uh, Drag Your Kids to Pride event in Dallas where children take to the stage to dance at drag queens and thongs. And that, of course, is Spark Fury. Organizers are saying, hey, look, it's a family-friendly show. It promotes diversity. All right, let's take a closer look at it here. The show took place at a Mr. Mr. Gay Nightclub in North Dallas on Saturday morning. This Pride Month kicks off across the country. So you took your child to a club called Mr. Gay. Mr. Mr. Gay Nightclub. That's what it is. It's, you're, it's Man, it's touchy ground. 
Because what I want to say is, why would you take a child to any nightclub? Why would you fucking do that? It's it's all right that it's Mr. Mr. Gay Nightclub. That's not the fucking issue. It's the fact that it's a kid at a nightclub. Kids don't belong in fucking nightclubs. Okay? Okay, yes, I cleaned the Disco International <laughs> as a summer job when I was 12 years old in Bartersville, Oklahoma. I <laughs> It was a summer, man, I mopped up a lot of puke and blood and God, hey, I found money and stuff, shitty watches and everything. Does anybody up there not wear a fucking Casio? Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, what am I babbling about? Anyway, I just don't think you need to have a kid at a nightclub. This parent sipped on drinks Kids seated alongside while drag queens danced along the stage, invited the children to walk down the runway with them. Look, Mr. Misters dragged the kids to Pride Drag Show, provides the ultimate family-friendly pride experience. All right, understand this. There's only one side to this coin. And listen to me, highly conservative, Christian value, extreme right, religious people. Don't you dare start wailing on the kids for loving their parents. Don't you fucking dare. You do do it. And you have done it. And I've watched you time and time again try to attach shame on the child. You try to embarrass the child because that's the easy target for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old manipulation tactic. And I've watched you do it. Now, as far as my gay friends go, I mean, my friends personally, they know how I feel. I don't think the gay should have any fucking thing to do with it. But how the fuck would I know? I'm not gay, but I would imagine if I was, well, fuck, you've kind of been forced in a corner and you're trying to fight your way out. Look, we're just going to go out and have fun and it's going to be a drag show and we're probably going to raise some money and we're going to do this. You want to come? I am so fucking fine with that. I am so right with that. That child loves their parent. That is their life. That is part of their life. They're not being forced into fucking bondage, you assholes. No more than you and Big Ball's daddy cockering in the fucking bedroom while you're in your goddamn Wonder Woman outfit, bitch. So put your goddamn bullwhip away and your fucking judgment card. Shut your fucking mouth and listen. My only beef here, and I'm looking at it from a kid's side. Hey, my mom... And my dad, no matter what, I got their fucking back. Always. Why would you expect any less from those babies? 
don't you dare try to make a shit out of this, assholes. That child loves their mama or their daddy, and you better stand your fucking arrogant ass down. That's how I feel about it. I don't like the idea that you're dragging kids, as with any kid, straight or gay, nothing to do with it. The nightclub thing, you know, if there's a lot of drinking and shit, that can be upsetting to kids, seeing adults fucking shit in their pants and throwing up on their fucking friends and wanting to fight everybody that looks at their boyfriend's ass the wrong way. You know, that kind of thing. That can be a little traumatic for a kid. That would be, you know, but that's any fucking nightclub. Gay has nothing to do with it. That's the only beef I really have other than that. I don't even need to read the story anymore. It's none of your fucking business. Fucking up your own family doesn't make you an authority on anything, asshole. Leave these people alone. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show. My name is Stan the Joke Man. You've got to hit the follow button, folks. If you don't hit the damn follow button, if you don't share this show, if you don't help me get the word out, it doesn't do me a shit of good. I love you anyway, and I appreciate you tuning in. Hey, uh, Moscow, thank you for continuing to listen. Probably looking for a little truth update. Well, I'll have one for you on Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, stand the Joke Man shows the property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the boys' room studio right here in Henrietta, America. I am so damn stoned. Ah, I forgot what I was babbling about. I'll see you Wednesday, high noon. Adios, amigos. Fucking Dios. <laughs> Whenever I'm dressed cool, my parents put up a fight. And if I'm hot shot, mama cut my hair at night. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In the morning, I'm short of my.